Hello and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real life challenges, the real life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013 where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Woman in Strength podcast. My name is Ro and it's a pleasure to have you come and join me. Um, We are hitting episode number 83 today. I just checked which episode we were up to prior to recording and I was like, oh my gosh, it still just absolutely blows my mind that I get to record episodes that are literally created for you guys Um, and that you love what's pumping and you you guys just give me such amazing feedback and are getting so much value. So as always, thank you so much for people that literally slide into DMs, post stuff on Instagram, screenshot, all that kind of shit. Like it helps so much with allowing this podcast and these episodes to reach the ears of the people that need it. So thank you and please keep doing so. Now today's episode is called End of Financial Year Reflections. Um, And fuck me, it's been a crazy start to the start of this next financial year for me here in Melbourne. Victoria. As I record this, um, it's a, 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 sorry, a year. Gosh, it's felt like a year. It's a month into the next financial year and it's been a crazy month. Um, there's been a lot of like, there's been a third wave happening here in Melbourne. Um, actually, it's probably a nice little time to do a little bit of an update because I feel like I haven't recorded a solo podcast in a while. So yeah, third wave of COVID has come, which meant that it hit my community, it hit my gym with a fucking vengeance. We had like 20 people off at one time in one week, including two of my staff members, which was like logistically, it was okay to manage, but it just felt very heavy all at once. Um, and not only with the third wave happening um, throughout that kind of month, it was started a little bit slow and then it just got really, really heavy for a while. And then obviously post-COVID and people coming back, staff coming back. So it's felt like a fucking wild month. Um, and on top of that, I announced that I'm pregnant with my second child, which has been um, amazing from a personal perspective, but fucking shit timing when it came to this previous month because I've had... And I still have awful um, all-day sickness. I'm actually almost 12 weeks, um, the end of this week, so a couple more days I'll be 12 weeks, and it has been relentless, absolutely relentless all-day nausea for about, what are we now, since about week six, so like almost six weeks, Um, and I've just been the most tired that I've ever been in my life. Like, it feels very different to my first child, Lexi, Um, so yeah, it's kind of scary 
scaring me a little bit at, at how you know this pregnancy is starting out um, because with Lexi I always kind of think that how the pregnancy kind of went is a bit of an indication about the child and Lexi was if I think about how she was when I was pregnant she was just active she didn't stop moving from the moment she had her first scan to the whole time I was pregnant that girl was kicking about and that is exactly what she's like now so this one is just oh my god this this new baby is relentless and I'm like what the fuck is going to happen so anyway um there's been a lot of yeah just big things over the last month um and as I'm, you know, as I'm recording this, I was literally just signing off some documents from my accountant for the end of financial year. And I was like, I've wanted to do this episode. So I sat there, did some reflection um, points of what I wanted to get across to you guys. And I'm ready to share those with you now. So at the end of a financial year, like I'm just an avid goal setter. Like I'm always looking at goals, looking at objectives, reflecting, resetting and all that kind of stuff. Um, and this is no different. Usually at the end of, fin- of, of a financial year, I would do like a a quote-unquote more formal kind of thing, um, meaning I would spend like half a day going through a series of questions and reflecting, um, you know, what worked well, what didn't work well, um, where did we optimize this year, what could we have done better, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, this year, I just have not been fucking wanted to do that. And I think that's because like goal setting for me now and reflection is just such a natural part of who I am as a person. So I actually haven't felt this year that I felt like I wanted to sit down and go through that process, Um, but I very much have already done a a whole heap of objective planning, goal setting for the next financial year. Um, I did that about four or five weeks ago, actually, and I planned the next quarters, quarter one to quarter four, especially because I'm pregnant and I was, you know, starting to do some planning around preparing my business um, for me to actually step out completely, which will be some interesting episodes as I continue to share all the things in that realm. So I did a lot of planning already over the last, you know, about four or five weeks ago. So I didn't really feel like I wanted to do any kind of formal stuff, but in saying that, like I've very much done some reflection kind of pieces as forms have come through as I've had to sign documents, as I've had to look at numbers and provide, you know, data to accountants and bookkeepers. Um, And yeah, I'm ready to have a look at those things with you. So I've got about five points that I wanted to bring up. So the theme of this episode is it's, yeah, there's been some big reflections and some big kind of like penny drop moments and aha moments that have come from this last financial year. I would say that this last financial year has, I feel like it's not seasoned me, but I feel like I'm just like, I'm just in, I've I've fallen into the the, the kind of rhythm of business. Like it's kind of just felt like another, another year of doing the thing that I know how to do. Of course, it's been fucking challenging as I was doing, um, having a look at the stuff that I need to push to the finance, uh, to my accountants and bookkeepers looking through zero and that kind of stuff. It actually blew my mind that there was through this financial year, there was still COVID grants. So, you know, COVID here in Melbourne, for those that are not in Melbourne, um, you know, it was fucking horrendous. We were one of the most locked down cities in the world. And the last two financial years, there's been COVID grants to consider. So when we had our financials, you know, obviously you have your money in, your money out, and we classify where the money in comes from, whether it's sales, whether it was COVID grants, whether it's blah, blah, blah. And the last two financial years had COVID grants. Um, And then 
because this financial year, like we're, I feel like we're so much further away from those really shit years, but this most recent financial year, there was still a little bit of COVID grants from the government. And I just, it like took me back and I had to do a lot of, you know, silencing triggers and working through some stuff that's still lingering there because that was a really hard time in business to say the fucking least. Um, but yeah, it's lingered on for three financial years, this COVID stuff. And then we've had this third wave and that really, really impacted us over that, you know, month in terms of having people sick and away and sick leave and all of this kind of stuff to pay. Um, It feels like this COVID stuff is, it's definitely not over. Um, I don't expect that it's going to be over. I think there's still going to be implications of it, but the fact that it's the third financial year that I'm still reporting and we're still reporting COVID stuff is just like, fuck, it's, it's a bit tiresome. So, reflections have been coming up about that kind of stuff naturally but some other stuff has been coming up because the business for the last year has been I don't know like it really feels like a big evolution so for you guys that have listened to previous episodes obviously at the start of this year um, it's August now as I'm recording this we're almost six months into our new facility so in February we moved into our new gym called Empire and but she is fucking like she's phenomenal so we had been in our old facility for five years um, and then we outgrew the space massively so we've moved to a behemoth beautiful three story building um, that is just like decked the fuck out like it's created for us from the ground up everything has been considered thought about like I'm just so fucking proud of what we've achieved with opening empire um, and so with obviously that change into the new facility there was a lot of changes from a back end perspective and I think you'll see when I give you these reflections as that has influenced um, a lot of these reflection pieces that have come through. So the first, with the five major things, like it's kind of like five penny drops that I'm going to share with you or five big reflections that have come through going, wow, I didn't realize I needed to do this or it's good to center back. Um, And the first thing that I want to bring up is one really big reflection point is that it's about delegation. So point number one is don't be too quick to delegate things out. And I realized when I was reflecting and over the last financial year is that, you know, I've been in business for almost 10 years now. Um, I've got a fully flourished team. Um, I've got you know, staff that are full-time. We've got accountants that work with us constantly. Like we've got lots of moving parts in the business. We are an established business doing things that we've been doing for a very long time. And it's like a well-oiled machine, right? And for me as the business owner, I am at a point in business now where I very much stay in my zone of genius. I do the things that I'm really good at. I stay in that lane. And there's a lot of things that have been delegated out of my business. Now, obviously, I did, you know, there's many years where I did absolutely fucking everything for myself because that's what you need to sometimes, need to do sometimes, right? But as I earned more money, as we grew, as I, you know, evolved, um, I had the ability to delegate certain things out. So that would be admin based some admin based stuff, um, gym manager type stuff, bookkeeping, accounting, all of that kind of stuff, right? And over the last financial year is that I realized that I had delegated, it's not that I had done the wrong things, but I realized that 
I was too quick to delegate out when it was like thinking about why I'm actually delegating. So what I mean by that is like, I, you might not believe this if you're hearing and you know me, because, you know, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll see me like, you know, posting things about systems and spreadsheets and frameworks and tracking sheets, blah, blah, blah. I actually don't fucking love that stuff, even though I have got (laughs) spreadsheets, spreadsheets everywhere, and we've got everything really systemized. I don't feel particularly drawn to that type of stuff. And in my business, um, because I don't feel like jazzed about it, I had delegated all of that out. I had a full-time admin person. I have a full-time gym manager. And I just realized that when I had delegated some of these things out, it's like I had washed my hands of it. And that's not a good way to think about delegation. Like it's still my fucking business, right? And so when we moved into the new gym, I knew that I wanted to make a series of changes. With the new gym, we are 24-7 now. We've got swipe access. And to have that, the swipe access, there's some awesome new CRM, like operating systems that we can change to make it very streamlined. Previous to that, we've been doing everything manually, Google Sheets, tracking, you know, tracking manually. Then when we made the change to be on a, you know, a computer software that was associated with our 24-7, like, holy shit, this stuff is dope. Like, there is so much programs and software that can collect all this data that was one done manually. And my point here is that all of the stuff that I delegated out around tracking measures like attendance, re-signs, money in, money out, like I would still obviously look at this stuff from week to week, but I kind of had like, I delegated out and I had delegated like not responsibility, but I had delegated to someone else. So it's like, because I didn't enjoy it, it's like it was their thing. And I actually, now that a lot of that stuff came back into a new system, this new system is so easy that you can literally log in and it just brings up like a dashboard, right? Which is fucking amazing. And I just realized that I actually really want to see some more things and have more of my finger back on the pulse because it actually gives me more conviction around making decisions and like truly understanding instead of having to ask someone all the time. So I feel like this kind of full circle moment is that with delegating things out, like I'm such a a fan of delegating things out. If you have got resources, if you have got a growing business and it's like low priority kind of tasks, but at the same point, like if you're going to delegate, think about why you're delegating, what are the tasks you're delegating and like how important is this to you and to the, you know, the functioning of your business. And I just realized for me that I was delegating out because I just couldn't be fucked because I didn't really like it. I would obviously still check in, look at the numbers, look at all that kind of stuff. And I'd still get really good data from it, but putting it back and putting it into a CRM and me having the ability to look at a dashboard that gives me an instant snapshot of what's happening. Like I feel just very, very connected from that space again. So the realization is that just the way we were doing it, the systems that we had were very archaic. And then going into the software, going to this operating system has been just a refresh that I needed. It did make it did mean that it changed roles and responsibilities in my business. It did streamline my team actually. Um, and you know, that was a really hard thing to go through over the last 12 months. Um, but that's you know, it's come to a point now where things are working smoother. There's a reason that there's these software things in place. There's a reason that there's all these different programs that you have. And it's meant that I just know where to go to, what to look at, what numbers to look at. And I feel very connected to it. So the point here is if you're going to delegate, just be mindful and really ask yourself why you're delegating 
and how much you should be delegating and like should you still be having your finger in the pie basically um and that's just been a really really fucking big realization for me okay um yeah cool so point number two is some stuff it's kind of a natural segue from point number one like reflection number one and this, this next one is about i just got tighter on the things that actually mattered and tidied them up so what i mean by that is it's a really easy segue. I got tighter on the data to be tracked, the data that didn't matter, fluff data, or, you know, in a strength coach's world, like junk volume, like junk stuff in a business. Cause you can track fucking as many things as you want. Right. But I got tighter on looking at like a handful of metrics. I got tighter on making the change for the, from a manual kind of operating of Google sheets and, you know, data entry to a CRM, which has been amazing. Um, and I just got tighter on like really recognizing what are the things in my business that I need to know for me to feel fucking like ace and on top of my shit. And I was speaking to my um, new mastermind girls that I've started working with, you know, they're in like week two. We've just started working together and gosh, we're going hard and fast with some stuff automatic, like straight away. And I was having a little bit of a, a voice with them saying, look, you know, you guys are in a position where your businesses are great. Like the guys that are in this mastermind are good fucking business owners. Like they are not on their ass. Right. And it's overworking, you know, overcommitting, shitting on boundaries, that kind of stuff. And I just said to them, we need to have a conversation with ourselves and a conversation together around understanding what is the handful things that you need to know that you need to zero in on for you to feel really collected and connected as a business owner. So for example, for me as a gym owner a, who has a brick and mortar business, who employs people and that is their career with all of their responsibilities for themselves, I feel connected and on top of my business when I know what is the money coming in from week to week, what is the money going out from week to week, um, you know, what's the attendance and the movements of our ladies, not just from a number perspective, but like from a personality perspective and like what they are up to as people, because that's really interesting and really important to me. Um, it's also about knowing um, how much money is sitting in tax, GST, uh, all of those type of accounts, and also knowing what is running account totals of transactional accounts and personal savings, business savings, all that kind of stuff. And I've determined in my business that those things, those handful of fucking things matter to me. And yes, there's more data that we can be tracking, obviously, but like that is it. That's the fucking, that's like the pivotal pieces. So I think point number two here is that I just got tighter and more specific on like focusing on the things that I need and want to know. And that just helped me feel very settled as a business owner. And like, I just feel very streamlined in like what I'm checking from week to week. And then like literally on Friday, I've got a monthly management meeting with my gym manager. And so we'll go into a bit more detail. So from every week to week, I'm going through those particular metrics. I do it on a Friday with my Friday reporting. It takes me about 30 to 45 minutes. And then every month we're having a, um, a meeting that takes about an hour to an hour and a half. And that's looking at more metrics. It's looking a bit more in detail. You know, we're looking at socials, we're looking at strategy, we're looking at a bit more in terms of movements of people in and out of the facility, that kind of stuff. Um, 
And yeah, it's just like, it's not that that stuff doesn't matter. It absolutely fucking does. But like, I don't need to be looking at it every week. I just, I don't need to be like having so much junk volume in my head for a week to week that it becomes overwhelming. So reflection number two is I think that when it comes to systems and tracking and, you know, that kind of stuff, like I... I have a tendency to like go over um, and it's been really nice to just settle into uh, having this like core stuff to think about. But I also think it's been heavily influenced by the CRM change um, because that has just cleaned up so much because it's so easy to see now. So I am such a fucking pro for having a look at your ways that you're tracking stuff. Look at the software, look at the programs that are available. Um, because there's amazing options now. There's so many amazing options for small business. And to be honest, like, they're really, really reasonable in terms of pricing and they just make your life so much easier. So that's like reflection number two is I just got tighter on things and, and tighter on the things that matter, basically, for running a, a healthy business, okay? It's, you know, I the reason I kind of just put that caveat is that when I think about things that matter, like, that's not the, the reason I'm in business, but to keep my doors open, that's fucking important stuff. Um, now, the reflection number three that came through when I was just thinking about last year is I actually said a lot of no's. <laughs> Um, I said a lot of no's to working with people, to engaging my energy, to, I don't know, like saying yes to lots of things. I just, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or I can't be fucked or I'm just preserving my energy, but I just said no a lot. Um, and it felt really good. Like I didn't feel guilty. I didn't feel or have fear of like, what would people think? I just, I'm just so clear on where I want to spend my energy now. I want to spend my energy on my community. I want to spend my energy on the people that I'm working with in a, in a business capacity with my mentoring guys. Like I want to work with them. I want to work with my, my ladies in our community. I want to work with our staff. And then there's obviously projects and stuff like that. Like I'm so on board with that kind of stuff, but I've just been a, a lot more, I guess, like selective with things because I've only got X amount of energy, X amount of time to, to give. Um, and it's been important to me this last year to really just preserve my energy and my time. Um, with my child <laughs> and my my husband and and you know having time to just be me and and experience life um, and I think you know early years definitely definitely early years in business but I would say like even towards the last couple of years is where I've noticed the shift is like I would just want to get involved with everything but like there's always going to be opportunities. There's always going to be things come up and like, it's okay to say no. And it's like, you can only do so much. So I think definitely at the start, like I wanted to say yes to everything. So it was this fear like, Oh, someone's asking me or like, I, I feel so privileged to be asked, right? I want to get involved, but I'm just like, I just can't be bothered sometimes. And I've just said a lot of no's and I felt really good about it. Um, one big thing is like Lexi, my daughter, she's five now. Um, and she's going to be going to school next year, which is fucking wild to me. Like, how did I get here? And we still have Wednesdays off. Like, it's Wednesday today. I'm recording this podcast on a Wednesday night. I've got a meeting in about an hour um, with some powerlifting stuff. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling the flow. Lexing's having dinner, so I'm going to go and hit record. But we spent all day together. And Wednesdays have been, Wednesday days have been, like, our thing. And, like, it's feeling a bit, I don't know, like, bittersweet sweet 
knowing that we're not going to have that day. Like I love the middle of the day because we go out in the middle of the day. We went out frozen yogurt today. She had a happy meal. I had sushi. Um, You know, we went and bought her a new dress and it was just so lovely to like go on our own pace and not have any fucking things to do today. So it's been important for me to just continue to have that while I do because I'm not going to have that next year. It's kind of like, oh, our final kind of month together in this sense so a lot of no's have been said and I felt really good about it actually (laughs) now reflection number four I've got two more reflections that have come through um oh this is an interesting one so I've just like I feel like I've loosened my reins a lot over the last year with allowing my team to step in more um and what I mean by that is like you know for anyone that knows my team, for anyone that's been involved with people in my that the people that work for me, they are fucking rock stars. Like I know everyone that has a team is like, I have the dream team, but fucking I have the fucking dream team. Come fight me on it. Like my team is just amazing. Um, and we've had a new team member, Hannah. She joined us about like 15 weeks ago now. So I really feel like how many people are in our team? Me, Han, bro. Yeah, there's a team of five, including myself. And we found our groove, like we're just doing so well. And I just am loving, absolutely fucking loving the vibe that everyone's up to. And I've just allowed my team to step in more. So to take charge of some things, to step into their roles a little bit more. And I know that's like a reflection of me evolving in my leadership and me you know, feeling really comfortable to be like, you know what, these bitches are absolutely dope and they know what the fuck they're doing and they can bring so much richness to the business. And, you know, for you guys that are listening as business owners, that is hard. And it's not that they haven't been able to do things prior. Like, you know, they've been taking charge of so many things for so many years, but I just feel like the last year I felt very settled in that. And like, I don't feel like I've had to have my eyes over everything. I haven't had to feel like I'm like staying age five clinger or like, you know, wanting to read over everything and check over everything. Um, it's just felt quite nice actually. And yeah, it's stepping up and stepping up and allowing, allowing my team to do the things that make that they can do because they're amazing. And as I'm getting ready to have baby number two, so I'll be having my second baby in February next year. Um, I'm actually going to be doing stepping away a bit from the business, which is weird, really weird for me to even say that out loud. Um, So what I mean by that is I'll be taking literal, like actual maternity leave. Like when I had Lexi, um, I was six months pregnant when we opened the first gym. I had Lexi and then I remember going back into the gym, like Lexi came to the gym like three, four days old. I wasn't working when she was three, four days old, but um, you know, within one to two weeks, she was I was taking some classes again I was doing that kind of stuff it was a very different place back then with my first gym first child just got married like it all happened at once and this time like you know we're another five years on now um well yeah shit no it's gonna be six years by the time baby comes along and I just, I'm going to take like proper maternity leave. I've structured my mentoring. I've structured who I'm working with to finish up around December. Um, 
January. And so I'll be like, I won't have any actual, any commitments. Um, and I'm going to allow myself that space to actually take some maternity leave, um, both before baby and then after baby. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to go in terms of my, I don't know, interest or boredom or whatever. <laughs> like I know myself and I fucking, I just love to do the stuff that I do. So I don't know what that's going to look like, how long I'm going to take, but I'm setting up the business to have that space. Um, because when the baby is born as well, it's actually going to coincide with when Lexi will start work. Um, and for those people that have children in school, like I'm being told that the first months, weeks of, of school for your child are pretty hectic. So I'm feeling a bit uneasy about that, to be honest, but yeah, I'm allowing myself to have that space. So with that being said, people in my business, I'm going to be promoting, evolving, um, allowing people to go up into different positions. So I'll be stepping aside. I'm going to be having um, someone in my business stepping up to operations. I'm going to have some of my coaches stepping up into more senior roles and taking on other stuff, which means that I kind of won't have any things that I'll be doing in the business. Um, and saying that, like, I think my role in the business now is I have the overall idea of like strategy and culture and community because this business is created from me but my team are established now they've been with me you know for years um most of them have been with me for years so it's like they also are invested in the business and like they have ideas and they can build and do strategy and community and culture and all that kind of stuff too so I'm just really watching them and observing them and and, and I'm in awe of them quite honestly because they their business they've taken on the business and they've taken on their roles and their parts in the business so fucking well. Um, you know, whether it's one of the coaches taking on a new task of doing our database, our YouTube database, whether it's another coach stepping into more education, like this is the stuff that they like. And I've allowed them, no, I haven't, it's not like I've allowed them to, but I've just gone, you know what, like let them be their best fucking selves and let them shine. So that's a big reflection for this last financial year is that I've just, I don't know, given them space to flourish <laughs> might be an easier way to say that. Um, and then the last reflection piece, which is kind of like, I don't know, I'm, I'm in it now. So it's, I'm in it now and it's been evolving for the last kind of, I would say six to 12 months. So it's kind of hard to articulate. Um, and I'll, I'll explain it as I go through, but I'm just realizing that my life isn't just health and fitness. And that's kind of weird and kind of might not make sense, but because I have three businesses in the health and fitness industry, but I just see my life and my work and my career as not just the health and fitness industry, even though obviously I'm working with people in the health and fitness industry. And what I mean by that is, you know, stuff that mean my husband and you know, what we're doing in our personal life is we're preparing and we're working on things in our life for our family and our future. You know, we're actually in the middle of negotiating for another property. Um, we're upsizing to a new home and like, it's just the fact that we're doing that now and what we're able to actually even purchase is actually really mind blowing to me. Um, you know, when I started in the industry almost 10 years ago, my first financial year was like $40,000. Um, and back then, like, a couple of years in, I wanted to get a car. We needed to get a car and the bank wouldn't give me a car because they didn't think, like I didn't have enough financials. My financials were shit. I was taking cashies a lot of the time. And so now to be in a position where we're able to get what we can and 
like just have literally our dream home to look for it blows my mind that we've been able to do this and I I never ever fucking take for granted anyone that's been in my life that has made that dream a reality and I just it's like thinking about career thinking about life that's a little bit different like I'm feeling very drawn towards other industries now um, my podcast listens have changed. I'm listening to a lot of like investing things and family wealth and not retirement because I don't, I don't know. I don't really believe in the notion of retirement, but like just expanding my knowledge base to different concepts. Um, and that's been really, I don't know, quite liberating actually to look elsewhere and to learn from other industries and, um, yeah, broaden kind of my horizons. And I think, um, I was sharing something with one of my mentees yesterday and we're just kind of spitballing a project that would be fucking amazing and like that kind of stuff now it's like oh I want to do that and I want to do that and it's not necessarily in health and fitness but it's definitely connected to women and their power and you know the same values and the same mission of building strong powerful capable women women and that kind of theme right and allowing women to have the tools that they need to succeed in life it's just that the gym has been the catalyst and that's where I've started with my businesses but it's thinking differently now and it's been like I said it's been very very liberating to think further beyond health and fitness and not be so secular um and like the conversations that I'm sharing with people in my world like my two best friends in New Zealand one's a lawyer and one's a financial planner and like I just fucking love talking to them about what they do and learning and, and, you know, having these different conversations. So that's been kind of the fifth reflection is that my life isn't just in health and fitness, my career, although at this point it is obviously in health and fitness, like it's, it's evolving and my interests are evolving as well. Like I know that I'm always going to be doing some work in the health and fitness community, some work in the health and fitness industry. Um, my gym is literally my first fucking baby. <laughs> Lexi's number two. And then this next baby is number three. Um, but we can do many things and it's like not boxing yourself into a corner. So that's been a really beautiful reflection. And it's kind of like, um, what's the word? It's like resurged, reignited, um, just to love for business and, and doing and having these opportunities. So yeah, I hope those reflections kind of made sense, but if they didn't, they're just reflections anyway. And this is the thoughts that are kind of coming out naturally, but the end of this financial year, I just signed off, um, my final end of financial year best statement for one of my businesses. Um, I'm just waiting on the other one to come through and it was just like, wow, it's just every time that's the end of financial year comes along, I see numbers, I see all of the data and all that kind of stuff. I just stop and think about the people that have been involved in my life. You know, it's not numbers. It's fucking experiences. It's communities. It's people's lives. And I get to be involved in businesses that have people. Like, I am in people people businesses. Um, and I just never fucking take it for granted. So, yeah, that's my reflections from the end of this financial year. All right, team. Well, I'll talk to you another time. Bye.